Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Now this probably isn't hard for you to do, especially uh, all of the college students here. But imagine spending your whole life dreaming about something, planning for something, working for something, and then having it fail. John the Baptist, he grew up believing that he was going to be the one to usher in the coming of the Jewish Messiah. At John's own circumcision and his naming, his own dad held him up in the air and said these words, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins. John believed that his days would end in victory. He had a very, very special role to play. He believed that when Jesus came, everything would finally be okay. And he was going to introduce Jesus to everybody. Well, for John, everything was not okay. In fact, things were bad in our gospel lesson. For in our gospel, we see John sitting in prison. Everything that he had imagined for his own life had come to this dingy first century prison cell. I mean, they did not have TVs. They did not have a workout room. They did not have all the things that jails have today. He had nothing. In John's situation, it caused him to have great doubts about Jesus. He wondered, is Jesus really the Son of God? Is he really the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? He once had said that. But now, alone in this prison cell, John thought, I may have made a mistake. Look at where my life has ended up. So he decided to ask Jesus a question. The scriptures say that John calling two of his disciples to him because he couldn't ask him or call him on the phone. He sent those disciples saying to the Lord, Are you the one who is to come? Or should we be looking for another? John's position in this life caused him to question God. Have there been times when you have questioned God? Have you ever wondered if Jesus really is the way, the truth, and the life, then why has this or why has that happened to me? Or why have these things happened to the people that I love. Have you ever wondered if you're in the right religion or in the right church? 
All of us, like John the Baptist, have had certain plans for our lives. As we're growing up, we all had people telling us that you can do this one day or you can do that one day. If you put your mind to it, you will accomplish it. And as we were growing up, we've all seen ourselves in a certain position with certain dreams. We see ourselves with a certain family in the future, with certain possessions, a certain reputation. And all of us, like John the Baptist, have been let down in some way or another. Maybe we're not in the right major. Maybe our dating life isn't what we expected or what we wanted. Maybe our families or our lack of families is a hurt or a disappointment to us. And most likely, if you have an income, (laughs) most likely our incomes are lower than we expected and our debts are higher than we expected. And all of our reputations at some point along the way have been tainted. And most of us are not where we thought we would be. As John the Baptist sat in prison, he was experiencing something, he was experiencing something that he did not expect. And this caused him to doubt. And in this doubt, he went through to Jesus through his disciples. And he said, Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and what you see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have good news preached to them. Jesus responded to John in this way by showing him that he was fulfilling the scriptures. Jesus may not have been doing things the way that John had wanted or the way that John had thought they should be done. But Jesus was doing things the way the scriptures would have them done. Jesus was bringing hope to people who had never had hope before. And when the people looked at Jesus, they saw the Heavenly Father's love for them. When people saw Jesus, they saw the Lamb of God who would take their sins to the cross, making people the children of God through the good news, giving them hope of eternal life. And Jesus also said something very profound. Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. John could have been very offended by Jesus. John was supposed to prepare the people to meet a king. 
He told the people that Jesus was so powerful that he was not even worthy to stoop down and tie his sandals. He was so unworthy to even come that close to this one. And then Jesus comes along. He did not conquer territories with his mighty armies. He did not sit in palaces dressed in royal robes. Jesus did not look like a king at all. He looked more like a beggar. And during his last days, he was even stripped of the clothing that he did have. And he was mocked. He was spit upon. He was struck by the fist of man. And he was nailed to a tree. Not only was Jesus often in poor and in shabby clothing, a great number of his people in his kingdom, they also looked poor and shabby. The people that followed Jesus around, this was not the elite. This was the people that had no other hope. His royal subjects are no better than he was. And a number of his subjects, they died confessing him, who did not look like it, as king. A number of his subjects suffered and suffer to this day from things like poverty, disease, and persecution. In the eyes of the world, Jesus is a shameful excuse for a king. I mean, he's like, a, he's lower than the lowest king you can imagine. Jesus knew this, and he said, Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Now, upon hearing the word from Jesus, John's faith, it was strengthened, even though, get this, his faith was strengthened, but his circumstances did not change. Things didn't get better for him. John even died in prison through the humiliating death of being beheaded. But John died in the faith, trusting that even though he couldn't see it on earth, Jesus was really who he said he was. And that made all the difference. It's funny that even though John doubted, Jesus praised him. Jesus praised his faith and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. In Jesus' eyes, John's earthly life was the greatest life that could have been lived. Even though, look at, it, look at it, he preached in a desert, he ate meals like locusts and honey, he would die in prison. I know that's not the life that you're imagining for yourself. 
Yet Jesus says this is the greatest life that could be living, lived. But John's earthly life, even though it was the greatest, is no comparison to that life in the kingdom of heaven. If you think that your life isn't what it should have been or what it should be, if there is tragedy in your life or your circumstances aren't the way that you pictured them, I want to challenge you to do this, to do what John did. John took his doubts to Jesus. And then John listened. He heard the word of God from messengers that were sent to him. His disciples became his pastors as they brought back to him the word of the Lord. And John's faith was strengthened even though his circumstances didn't change. Take your prayers to Jesus. Hear his word preached to you. Read his word written for you in your own homes. Your circumstances may not change, but your faith will grow. Your confidence in Jesus, a king who, is oft, who often looks like a pauper, it will grow. And you will start to see your circumstances through his eyes. Remember, in his eyes, John was great. In the world's eyes, John was nothing. When you have faith in Christ for your salvation, you are a member of the kingdom of heaven. And in the eyes of God, that is better than even John's earthly life. We, will, we often, I want you to know that when you hear God's words in the Lord's Supper, when you hear him saying, I forgive you all of your sins, this lets you know that your king is for you, the one through whom all things were created, and he gives himself to you. And the one who gives himself to you is greater than your circumstances. If your life is not what you thought it would be, don't worry. For your faith in Jesus shows that your life is exactly where it's supposed to be. Your life is exactly whose it's supposed to be. For in Christ, you are God's children. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.